Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the 415. I'm Raina Starr. With me, as always, is the incredible Star Bustamante. Say hello, Star. Hello, Star. <laughs> 415 is brought to you by Desperate House, which is House of Black Cat Magic and the Wild Hunt. Please note the opinions shared here are myself and my co-host, and not a reflection on anybody else or their entities or subsidiaries, you will hear cursing, you will hear laughter, you will hear annoyed voices. Be prepared. It's been an active couple of weeks, y'all. So, Star, (laughs) Kevin McCarthy, are you kidding me? It took longer, I will admit, it took longer for this to happen than I thought it would. There's no way you can make that many deals with that many people have them be counter to each other, and not have some shit fly in your face. So what's the situation in the House now? Patrick McHenry is acting Speaker of the House for pro temp. So where do we go now? What's going to happen? Are we at risk for somebody worse than McCarthy? Is that possible? I'm assuming it's possible. It seems like Matt Gates... Uh, pull that card in order, you know, every card that McCarthy um, promised to people have basically turned around to kick him in the behind. So what's happening here? Where, where, do, where do we go now? Well, that's a really good question. So I will say that removing him went much quicker than installing him as speaker. <laughs> um for sure. I mean, pretty much everybody is mad at everybody in uh, in the House. Uh, the uh, the majority of Republicans are mad at the Republicans that voted to oust him. They're mad at the Democrats because you know even a even a small percentage of the Dems could have uh, could have kept him in his seat, but. Uh, and of course, they're blaming this on the Democrats, which is kind of hilarious. Uh, I think that the Democrats could have easily saved him and his speakership, and then extracted their own revenge in making it, you know by saying, "Hey, we'll bail your ass out," but then we this is what we want. You know, in exchange, he, which is for you to get. Well, but but wait, because so, I think the reason that that didn't happen is because right after they managed to get you know a stay on the budget, McCarthy yep. went out in front of the cameras and and then did like a little tour of of uh, news shows. And basically blamed everything on the on the on the Democrats, and um, you know it was just a horse's ass. And so, 
I my guess would be that they felt like even if they extracted a bunch of promises from him in exchange for keeping him in the in the in the speakership, that there was no guarantee yeah. that he'd honor that. So you know, so they you know it's, it's a little weird for Democrats to be agreeing with with Matt Gates and um, and and that whole you know those extremists and in. Uh, which it seems weird to me that we're using extremists in the GOP um, because they all seem kind of extreme to me. Uh, but, yeah, so it's pretty crazy. Where we go next is a really good question because, like, Republicans really can't seem to agree on anything. Whether or not what comes next is worse. I mean, so... Yeah. So far, here's here's who so far uh, as of uh, as of this morning. Anyway, uh, Scalise and Jim Jordan are the two who have so far started campaigning um, for the speakership. I can't. I mean, yeah. Jim Jordan is kind of like Ted Cruz is to the Senate, right? Like no one likes him except. You know, I mean, like, I don't even think other members of the Freedom Caucus particularly like him. Um, he's not going to have enough support, I don't think, within um, GOP members to, you know, to secure the speakership. Scalise has some of his own problems, um, you know, which, ah, you know, I mean, he's the number two Republican in the House. But I mean, I, I I don't I don't know. I mean, it's going to be weird. But the fact that they're going to wait a week to even do anything is like I mean, kind of kind of crazy. And then there's the whole question of so the other fuckery that has happened is that McHenry like you know becomes. Uh, Pro Tem, and the first fucking thing he does after saying that, you know, that the office is vacated um, or confirming yeah. that or whatever right? and dismissing the House, he also throws uh, Nancy Pelosi, Stan Hoyer out of their hideaway offices, which there's been a lot, there's been some outcry on that because depending on how you read the rules in the house like the speaker when a, when when they're designated speaker for the purposes of succession then um that's different than if they've been assigned to over you know to be a temporary speaker like cuz you can have temporary speakers like that for specific purposes but um, yeah. technically, from from what I have read, the uh, the House rules. This is what the House rules states: with the approval of the okay. House, the Speaker may appoint a member to act as Speaker pro tempore, only to sign enrolled bills and joint les- resolutions for a specific period of time. Um, the list of members with this duty, um, you know, is is made public. 
But this was a secret list to begin with as to who would succeed McCarthy, if, you know, in the cases of succession. And some of the things that I've read say that, um, that, there, that his only job is to um, basically elect, you know, to oversee a new speaker being selected and elected to to the office. Yeah. Um, yeah. So who knows? But I guess you know, McHenry is just going to run wild, and you know, who knows what else he'll yeah. do? Uh, he's a twerk. Well, I don't know, like him. He is. I, I don't like him either. And is he a twerp? Absolutely. And do I think he is feeling the momentary burst of power that he is going to only have for a very short time? Yeah. Uh, that's the only way I can look at it. It was a show of force because it's the only one he's ever going to get. The the thing that, that, that concerns me about the speakership period on the Republican side is whether or not they're going to find anyone who anyone can trust, because it seems like we are now at the point on the Republican side where anything you want, you are willing to lie, cheat, and steal to get, including to people that are supposed to be able to rely on you. Um, I think the fact that they're blaming the Democrats for McCarthy being ousted is so hilarious, only because they, there is no one to blame but Matt Gates, who started this whole thing. By the way, that rule was promised to Gates that he would be able to use it for supporting McCarthy in the first place. So McCarthy agreed to the rule that ousted him. So the fact that he's mm. now trying or anyone is trying to blame Democrats for this is completely missing what actually happened, and I suggest anyone who is curious go research that because it's pretty funny. Um, but Democrats now know officially there is no one on the Republican side that can be trusted, period, end of story, really, because anyone will say or do anything to get the speakership. That is the example they have. So I don't know where anyone goes from here. The House of Representatives, unfortunately, uh, will remain at a standstill. Nothing, nothing can go through now, right? I mean, there's not a speaker. <laughs> well, no, I think I not think really. that um, no, no, not really. But I think that um, yeah, I, I honestly, I don't, I don't know. Um, it's Uncharted going to be really, territory. really, really interesting um, to see to see where this goes. And yeah. I, I mean, and keep in mind, like they have less than forty five days to pass, you know, a budget or the, the government bill. Shut, yeah. shuts down. So Again. Uh, yeah, it's amazing. Again, yeah, it's amazing. Again. And, you know, I'm just completely blown away by the fact that this is, so for folks who don't know, this 
this was only attempted once before in history that I know of, and it failed. And that's quite a long time ago. So this is really uncharted territory where a speaker has been ousted. Um, so everything that happens is it's just like Trump world. Anything that well, could happen yeah. might. Well, and I mean, I think, so, yeah, you're right. This is this has never happened. But McCarthy, crea- I mean, he made the deal that said any one member could could call for a vote. Prior prior to yep. to that, it took a it, it took two thirds, didn't it? Yeah, to have a no confidence vote. Yeah, I mean, there were actual rules yeah. in place. Right. So. I mean, and so we can just say it's another historic low and historic first for the GOP. Um, You know, I also want to point out that every one of the times that the government has been shut down in the last 30 years has been due to Republicans. The Republicans have been in control of either the House and the Senate or, you know, just the House. Um, so, right. um, yeah. So who, who so knows what dollars, this is? Yeah, your yeah. tax dollars not being at work is thanks to the Republicans. The fact that some of us will have folks in our families not get their, perhaps not get their Social Security checks on time. This is these are some of the things that happen during the government shutdown. So be aware. Well, that your that your friends the Republicans um, are the people that always bring us for some reason to the brink of disaster, and we're we're fortunate enough that most of the time we get pulled back somewhat. But this is just an ongoing mess. And once again, blaming the Democrats is the only thing they have because they can't even speak to their own actions. The fact that Gates is is walking around like he did something of great importance is hilarious. And the fact that Democrats are being blamed for it is pure key insanity. So I, I don't know. I don't know. Anyone who is buying into that bullshit needs to check again for what actually happened and how McCarthy set himself up for this to happen. Because it's a stunning exercise in stupidity, in my opinion. Oh, I I agree. I agree. I agree. I mean, it's 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 ridiculous all the way all the way around um, when it comes to a government shutdown. So, like one of the one of the things that happened as a result of the temporary measures that that they they managed to get through to keep the government from shutting down, which means that. Um, you know, those impacted the most are our military uh, mm-hmm. when it comes to government shutdown. But yep. one of the things that, that is as a result is that they, they took out the funding for Ukraine as well. And That's so, right. um, you know, if if Ukraine loses the support of the U.S., there's concern that other that other European countries will follow in withdrawing support, and the last thing we want 
is for um, Ukraine to fail. I mean, that is like literally right. the last thing we want. Um, yeah. But I, you know, but those these fuckers don't care. Um, so I mean, there's there's a lot at stake here. I mean, on one hand, it's like the, it, it's delightful to sit back and and eat popcorn and watch uh, McCarthy squirm and all of the GOP with their nonsense. I, I watched an interview this morning with uh, Nancy Mace, who's a Republican out of South Carolina, who's now apparently joined forces with with Gates. Because when she voted to oust, like, pretty much everybody has just, like, jumped on her and she's lost all of her funding. Um, and so yeah. now she's fun- she's doing the very thing that she criticized Gates for doing in January, which is fundraising off of all of, all of the turmoil. So there's a certain hilarity and in, they're doing, in all of that. And they're doing really well fundraising off of it, too. And that's... That's part sure. of the problem. The 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 wing nut, the the extra wing nut portion of the party is really emboldened now. And if you don't think that's going to have serious ramifications up until and including the presidential election, let me just prep you um, to be to, to know in advance. You are running out. You meaning all of us. You are running out of options as far as who is going to run because everybody and their mother is terrified of Trump and no one's going to oppose Biden. So I'm going to tell you, folks, you better pick your poison because Trump could actually succeed if he doesn't go to jail. If he doesn't go to jail. Well, you know, I... Listen, I'm sorry, 2016 should never have happened, but it did. A lot of things shouldn't happen, but they do. And I don't put anything past Americans who are bored or, you know, Biden's too old or everything's not perfect or, I mean, we're back in a situation where people are expressing that they're, they're, they're not as pleased as they should be for whatever reason. In the meantime, Joe Biden has been a phenomenal president. You do not need to wake up every morning and wonder what the president has gotten us into. Joe Biden is fighting for medications to be fairly priced. You're not hearing about that now. You'll hear about it when it passes, though. And you'll be grateful for it. And if you're not smart enough to have been following it all this time, you may actually give credit to someone who doesn't deserve it. I'm just saying, don't, don't discount this man. Is he older? Yes. Does that mean he can't do the job? No. Is he not as intriguing as Trump? No, he's not as intriguing. He's not as mystifying. He's not as um, boisterous. But that's what you don't want in a president. You want someone who can quietly and calmly get things done for the country without flashing it all over TV and and various forms of the media. You don't want a president who acts like an absolute asshole. And I think people just 
are so used to the glitz and glamour, not even glamour, just the, the loud noises, that I think they've lost sight of what a president is actually supposed to be. Well, I think that that, that is... I think there's some truth in that. I think that more than anything that Trump tapped into the really racist underbelly of this country. Um, I think that, you know, largely his, his gaining office was tapping into that, and it was a pushback against Barack Obama. Uh, there, is a, there is systemic racism in this country that is undeniable. Yeah. I mean, unless you're, you know white evangelical republican um otherwise uh, it's it's pretty undeniable and we're seeing you know what we're seeing now like with what's happening in florida and other places is that you know they're trying to to get this push through you know they're they're trying to take us back to before the civil rights act i mean it's not going to work Eventually, it will it will fail as it, as it, you know as it should, but uh, you know everything that is that is that is happening right now is a direct result of confrontation of you know these um, very racist ideology that you know that there are certain there's a certain segment that that likes that and um, yeah. so well, let's let's talk about. Um, what uh, Trump has been has been up to. Let's talk yes, about that. The Trump show. Want, want to? Let's talk about the Trump show. Yeah, let's let's move into Trump Trump show. Um, so he. Oh boy. <laughs> so aside from being told very specifically, shut your mouth about the clerks in 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 my jurisdiction. Uh, uh, Letitia mm-hmm. James, sorry, um, and him proceeding to completely ignore all of his instructions to keep his mouth shut. Um, he he just piles on to himself. They they term it unforced errors, and I don't know. It just shocks me how he just continues on and on and on. So possibly in more trouble because he lied. What? the heck was going on with the Michael Cohen trial? Unbelievable. What's that about? Okay, so um, so basically as, as, as far as I know what has happened is that he, Trump was supposed to um, give his deposition um, mm-hmm. in this where he's uh, suing Cohen, right? for um, like $500 million or something. I think that's something right. Like that. um, yeah. But so he was supposed to sit for a dep- deposition um, and he pushed it back because he said he had to be at this, tr- at, at, you know, at this other, tri- the fraud trial. And... Mm-hmm. Um, Apparently, then he left early yesterday, so um, okay. so there there could possibly be some uh, you know some repercussions for that because basically it's kind of like he lied, um, but also 
like he's already violated the gag order because I'm pretty sure that um, I'm pretty sure that he was told to 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 cease and desist in you know disparaging people online and posting about it online and then um, continued to do that. So I don't know. I don't know what what is going to happen um, with, with that, but I mean he's got Trump has got so many legal things happening that are majorly serious that I can't even keep track. I mean, you know, you got the um, criminal cases because there's Georgia, there's the the yep. case that Jack Smith is bringing against them. Now you've got, um, I mean, he's already, and to be clear, he's already been found liable for fraud. The trial in New York is just to assess, like, what that is going to end up looking like. I mean, basically, all of his properties could go into, um, what are they, it's it's like a conservatorship, but uh, it has a different name. Um, So that will be like weird and interesting and um and I think also that one as this progresses what they're going to find is that um he probably does not own what he says he owns yeah well a lot of us have suspected that for many many years anyway but it does matter as far as falsifying documentation um for becoming a candidate for president, doesn't it? Don't you have to disclose certain incomes and and things of that nature to even be in the running for president? Well, yeah, but um, I'm not sure exactly. I mean, if he's convicted of a felony, I don't. Can he still? Can he still run? Don't know. Not sure. It's one of those open questions. And then there's a question of could Trump be Speaker of the House? What? I'm so confused and lost by the things being floated. Um, I mean, he's a defendant in multiple cases. How how is this even possible that he could run for anything? I don't get it. Right. Well, one one would think that, but I mean, so um, so here's the thing with as far as speaker goes, the Constitution does not um, specifically or explicitly state that the speaker must be an incumbent member of the House, um, and so it's possible for a non-member to be elected as Speaker of the House. But, according to CNN, but according to CNN, House Republicans' own conference rules could prevent Trump from holding the job since they require anyone under indictment for a felony for which a sentence of two or more years imprisonment may be imposed to step aside from leadership. So, cluster for them right now no matter what they do in the house I'm not even sure where they could go 
or are we going to suspend every rule for Trump's sake? It is the most insane thing ever that I've ever seen, where government rules can just be started, uh, rewritten, changed at a moment's notice, depending on the convenience. It's kind of lawless, isn't it? Oh, well, I think it's certainly that. I mean, if, if Republicans have shown us anything over the course of the last decade, is that, that they are perfectly willing to sit aside, to set aside um, any rule that, that conflicts with whatever it is that they're trying to achieve. That they, and they really don't care uh, what that sounds like or looks like. I mean, look it. So did you see any of the stuff um, Jake Tapper uh, had on his show, like John Kelly's statements about, I mean, Trump has said some of the most awful things that we really can, you know, have proof that he said them um, until just recently. But, I mean, some yeah. of the awful things that, I mean, you know, that now have been confirmed by not just Kelly, but others that, that served in uh, in his cabinet yeah. have said. Yeah. And, I mean, like, to have a, a president, you know, even though he's now the former president, but that he said these things while he was in office that, you know, that our our wounded soldiers and dead soldiers were losers and um, that he didn't want, you know, want any part of that and that, you know, I mean, just really horrific stuff. Can you imagine the kind of scandal that would have been, like, even five, six years ago, ten years ago? Sure. Uh, I mean, sure. come on, sure. oh, Obama wore a tan suit, and it was all that, that, you know, was talked about for, like, a month, and yet... Which is insanity. But, but Trump can say yeah. he, doesn't want, he doesn't want to see amputees, people who have served and, and lost limbs for our country, because it didn't look good for him. This is the kind of person people elected to be president. It is the most horrific form of human being, and I would ask Republicans before they support Trump to please check themselves um, where their conscience is at as far as all this red, white, and blue patriotic bullshit. If you're willing to, to support Trump, you actively hate, you must actively hate the military. This is my opinion. This is my opinion. The only thing I can say about you, if you're a Trump supporter, is that you are an active racist. You hate anyone that doesn't look like you or act like you or any, or anybody who has a different social status, period, because this is who you're supporting. And I think the fact that, you know, and, I, and I've heard this bullshit about, oh, you know, all sides need to talk. We tried that shit, and that shit didn't work. If someone is a basic, horrible person and they support basic, horrible other people, then that's what you've got. 
there's a limit to how much talking will do um, as far as changing hearts and minds. I'm not about to become a racist to make a friend. It's, you're not worth it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I will tolerate your existence because laws say we have to do that and we live in a polite society, or at least we used to. Um, but the idea that I've got to buddy up with people that, but I mean, and not all Republicans, obviously, because not all Republicans are, are Trump supporters. But the ones who do support Trump, I take serious issue with. And I will tell you honestly, I still take serious issue with liberals who are liberal in name only until they, or who are liberal until they don't get what they want, and then they just don't give a shit. So fuck. Yeah. Well, I mean, so the whole both-siderism thing, I mean, and we've talked about this before, and especially as it pertains to the media and journalism, there are facts and then there are things that are not facts. There is opinion and there's facts. And um, there's been an awful lot of tippy-toeing around of – you know, we don't want to call somebody a liar. Um, I'm sorry, if they're a liar, oh, we no. need to we need we need to we need to call them a liar. Um, you know, for sure. And I think you're seeing less of that, but you're still seeing this level of, um, you know, apologist within media. And they're still covering, it's like they've learned nothing. They're still covering things exactly as as they were, uh, you know, in the lead up to his, you know, when he was campaigning and, and, uh, and, and then when he got somehow inexplicably uh, became president. So, yeah. I, you know, which is my point to pitch, that if you are not fucking registered to vote, you need to go register to vote. And then every time that there's an election, even if it's for, the, you know, for dog catcher, you better fucking vote. And you better do your research on who this person is that you're going to vote for. Yep. And not just because, yep. you, know, you know, the man on the TV told you to vote for them or whatever. Um, do your homework. All of the there are always good resources online to um, to explore when it comes to elections. So anyway, yeah, it's a fucking mess. The 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 house idiocy of Trump. Um, you know where will it end? No one knows. Hopefully with a jail sentence. Um, okay. But there's okay. also. There's no shortage of horrible people that now, you know, Trump has provided them with a roadmap, you know, to to use. Yeah. Although I will say yeah. that people like DeSantis cannot quite pull off the um, that tactic. It will not work for uh, for DeSantis. And yeah, no, the Trump. <laughs> Whatever, whatever the Trump uh, spellcasting uh, or blinding mechanism that he uses to get people under his control does not translate to other members of the party. That's very clear. 
Ted Cruz thought that that was going to translate somehow to him, and it didn't. And DeSantis is really a miserable failure as far as, I mean, but Florida is such a shit show. And, and I worry for and care about my friends, our friends who live there uh, a lot because I, I don't understand and I'm concerned that, that Florida is just going to become a more dangerous place. I don't know. I don't know. It's, uh, it's just your observation. Yeah, yeah, you're 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 not wrong. You are not wrong. It's concerning, but all right. Um, so other shit's going on apparently. Um, so what? And I saw this briefly. The witch talk thing that there was someone like. Apparently now Christians are coming after pagan festivals. What is the story? What happened? I didn't catch all of it. I was between um, episodes of, of news. God. Well, there, there's there's been there's been more activity along those lines as far as just um, you know Christians showing up at pagan events and um, the Wild Hunt has run uh, a couple of stories on that in, in the last month. But the most um, there, so there's definitely um, some more kind of satanic panic kind of driven. Uh, it's it's very reminiscent of uh, the satanic panic of the of the '90s and the aughts. Um, yeah where you're you're seeing some some churning up of some things and there there are multiple uh sources um uh, I don't know that we talked last time about the the guy who's accused of murdering the two girls in Illinois um I I wrote an article for the Wild Hunt um basically his defense is that um that he didn't, well that he didn't do it, but that there is a group of um, kind of neo-Nazi would-be heathen pagan cult people <laughs> that um, that murdered those two girls, and um, and I actually I read through like his attorneys released this like pretty wild. They well they published a uh, they filed a, a memorandum with the court kind of outlining this uh-huh. and normally this is the kind of stuff that you would see in uh you know actually in court you wouldn't see it uh filed prior to that and it wouldn't be in a in a memorandum but and, and it was actually some pretty compelling stuff but um but at the same time it's like this could really you know like um everybody that I talked to was like you know this could really stoke some um, more fears about uh, occult practices and heathenry and just paganism in general. So so that was that's probably one of the more more recent cases. And then um, and then uh, just on Tuesday. The Wild Hunt published a story um, about um, that the Department of Justice 
had issued uh, a warning statement about uh, a group that is uh, connected with the order of nine angles, um, which is kind of like this weird mix of, um, you know, it has a pagan kind of loose pagan themes to it, occult theme stuff, uh, maybe little side order of, you know, allegedly uh, Satanism, uh, ritual magic, you name it. It's got, it's got a little bit of everything, but it's really not yeah. any of those things. And so the, the DOJ, um, you know, released this warning that, that it was through online activity that they're deliberately targeting minor victims um, and um, extorting them into recording or live streaming acts of self-harm and producing child sexual abuse material, um, you know, and that they, you know, they use threats and blackmail and manipulation to, um, to control their victims and, I mean, it's pretty awful stuff. Um, if you go to uh, the Wild Hunt, it, it's it's on their splash page because it was just published this week. Um, the group they identified uh, is referred to as Seven Six Four, and um, but they use a bunch of different names. So so there's this whole story, which is I mean, which is really really awful. Um, yeah. And it's an offshoot of the order of, of nine angles. Um, and, uh, you know, they use a lot of, uh, a lot of symbols that we would, that any practicing uh, occultist or pagan is going to, you know, immediately identify. Pentagrams and Baphomet, um, you know, those are, that's all stuff that, you know, you look at, oh, that's pagan. Well, not necessarily. Um, right. So be careful. Do not be lulled into thinking that all pagans are the same, just as all Christians are not the same. There's nut jobs in every group. Just saying. Right. Well, and this group in particular is 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 pretty awful. I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, it's 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 just bad. So so there's that story. I mean. You know, when 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 the Department of Justice issues the warning, people tend to pay attention to that. Um, how much blowback yeah. this is, you know, and and I, and I want to be clear that you know what most of us within the pagan community would identify as witchcraft, um, would identify as Wicca, as heathenry. And um, and even um, you know like what the Satanic Temple does, that none of this is connected to any of that. And of course, right. Wicca and witchcraft are you know Wicca in particularly in particular is is not you know has no connection with Satanism. I mean, most pagan paths don't really um, you know they don't they don't recognize like hell or, or, you know, that's like all Christian yeah. stuff. Um, so I just yeah. want to kind of inter, interject that. But, 
Absolutely. Yeah, but so, but there will be many people who will say, "Oh well," <laughs> and they're going to lob lob everything all together, and um, you know. Absolutely. So it's definitely, yeah. and and this is a group that operates worldwide. So you know, great, yay. Um, in other satanic panic uh, craziness, um, on witch talk. So. The first thing, yeah. the first thing is that um, one of the people campaigning for the presidential nomination is uh, Vivek uh, Ramaswamy, um, I, which who? Let me just say, I want to be clear that if I can't pronounce your last name, maybe you should either change it or not run for office. I think that's probably just. But anyway. That's my own personal bias. I own that. You know, if I can't say the name of of somebody, that makes it hard. Um, So Ramaswamy joined TikTok, and within very short order, many, many witches um, started hexing him, which also the the wild hunt did a, did an article on this yesterday um yeah. yeah so he joined tiktok and then was immediately cursed and hexed by tiktok witches and and some of them even like you know basically put up videos of you know of how they were they were you know their their whole little process there um uh-huh. there's a certain level of hilarity in all of that, um, and normally we probably wouldn't even mention that, except that immediately um, there have been there has been you know we're seeing um, evangelicals pushing back on how um, prevalent occult practices are and how dangerous they are and yada yada yada. Anybody that um, has been a practicing pagan for any any length of time already, you know, they could recite the accusations in their sleep. Um, you know, so this is this is one more one more thing, you know, and I think that <coughs> excuse me. I think that we're just gonna continue to see stories like this popping up that reflect poorly or are intended to reflect poorly on on the pagan community um, and kind of feel this, you know, reprisal of satanic panic. You know, this is by no means... These are, these are just stories that have happened, what, in the last week or so. And yeah. Um, yeah. there have been stories, you know... I mean, because this is something I track. There have been a number of stories like this, you know, pretty much every month. Um yeah. And then finally, yesterday there was a, a shopkeeper in Pennsylvania who offers tarot readings, and I'm, I'm not really sure what's 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 going on uh, with this. Um, I'm pretty I'm pretty sure that um, the Wild Hunt is working on a story on this, um, but apparently um, she was. Um, the the story that that I got was that uh, the chief of police in her town 
read a news story about her and how she was, you know, the business, she has a witch shop and does readings and, or offers people guidance or whatever. And, um, then she was immediately like, um, I think the police like basically showed up at her doorstep or she was, um, in trouble for violating ordinances because there are still places, here's a, Here's a newsflash. There are still places in the U.S. where there are laws on the books that prohibit any kind of fortune telling that, you know, that yeah. go back a couple hundred years. Um, yeah. So I'm not, I'm not 100% sure. Um, there are, apparently the police have issued their own statement. I think she was in court today but i'm i'm not i'm not sure but that is an yet another instance and I, you know and I'll, once again this is not anything new i i know like the wild hunt covered there were a bunch of stories out of virginia there was a, a little shop that offered tarot and they kept trying to shut them down because they were offering readings and that's can't you can't sell you know you can't you can't provide fortune telling for money. So the way a lot of these places have gotten around it when they're in places like that is they offer readings, but they don't charge for them. Um, right. So I, I'm sure this is a developing story, as we like to say in the industry. Um, yeah. So it'll be interesting to see what the how that shakes out. But basically all of this is to underline the fact, underline the fact that you know, as magical practitioners, we are, again, looking at constantly being under threat and being threatened yeah. for practicing yeah. our religious practices. Yep. Our religious freedoms are always under the gun. And sometimes more so, sometimes less so, but there is always going to be a faction of people who want to wipe us out. Just for not believing what they believe. So take that to heart, please. It's, it's important to stay vigilant, stay safe, do your best to protect yourself and others because it's not getting less dangerous for us. It's getting more so. Um, also, commercial break. Everybody, please check out wildhunt.org. Give it all your support. Wild Hunt is the pagan paper of record, and we need it. We need it so that we are aware of stories like this that otherwise get buried or not reported at all. So please check out wildhunt.org. Also, please check out House of Black Cat Magic, which, guess what? It's October. It is Black Cat Awareness Month, isn't it? We need to talk about it. It is. Talk about, talk about the Black Cat, please, and the House of Black Cat Magic. Okay, so, well, October, the entire month of, well, first of all, let me just say that every day at House of Black Cat Magic, we celebrate black cats, every day. But October is House of Black Cat, or is uh, Black Cat Awareness Month, and then uh, the International um, Black Cat Day, Black Cat Awareness Day is October 27th. And um, we have got a lot going on a lot going on this month. Um, everything from story time with cats, 
which is Wednesday through Friday from 4 to 4.30, where you can come in with your child and um, and hang out in the lounge, and we'll read a story um, that is appropriate for young children. Um, we have Coloring with Cats, both a, a child and adult um, version of those events. So... Um, because sometimes adults just like to come and color and they don't necessarily want to be in there with a bunch of kids. Um, so we have supper sessions for those. Um, we got a big um, three-day event for Samhain, um, starting off with our magical market, and then we're going to have Witch TV Monday, which you'll be able to come into the lounge and watch, you know, things that uh, – are free for us to just have running uh, that feature witchy theme in the lounge. And then on Monday or Tuesday, which is that one, we're going to have a big, a big party um, where you can come and, um, and get treats. We'll have some vendors. We're going to bobbing for apples. Um, all kinds of stuff, and we have uh, we have a cat ancestor um, wall of remembrance. Um, so you can come in if you've lost the pussy cat this year. You can put their name uh, on on the wall, um, and it's not really you know I mean, and that goes for any family member, whether they no matter how many how many legs they have, two, four, or more, you can put their name on on the wall. Um, so, I mean, just lots of stuff going on. Every Friday we do churro with cats, um, just lots of stuff. But the whole idea is that October is dedicated to black cat awareness because they've been often so maligned and considered to be bad luck in many cultures. And, um, and while there is less risk to them being adopted in October if they're properly vetted. I mean, that is something that goes on year-round. Cats and animals in general are abused every day of the year. Um, So we will continue to adopt cats out in October because we vet uh, pretty pretty well when it comes to our potential adopters. Um, But that is why it's... That is why it's Black Cat Awareness Month, is to help dispel those rumors and to remind people that, you know, it is only some cultures that where cats are, um, are considered bad luck, that there are many cultures and countries around the world where cats are considered to be very lucky, um, like Japan is, is, is one of them, which is where, incidentally, cat cafes originated um so uh, and and did you know there are more black cats than any other color of cat? I did not know that that would not have been my guess. Well, it's a dominant gene, so there are more, which means they're also um because they are harder to find homes for, they're often the first to be slated for euthanasia especially if the cat has any kind of, um, you know, disability or issues or is old, then, um, you know, shelters 
have limited resources, and so black cats are the first to be um, to be slated to be euthanized, especially young and old. So, uh, so the our our work for October is to educate people about black cats, and um, mm-hmm. you know, everyone should be open to having a black cat because they're fabulous. They are fabulous, and they're beautiful, and they're wonderful. And kitties are wonderful in general, to be honest, definitely. If you're looking for a furry friend, give them a forever home. Definitely this is the month to visit Black House of Black Cat Magic. What's the, what's the location? Um, so we are located at 841 Haywood Road. And we are open, um, normally we're open Wednesday through Sunday, 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. in Asheville, North Carolina. Um, We will be open on Monday and Tuesday, the 30th and the 31st, but then we're going to be closed on on November 1st, that following Wednesday. And I just want to say that no matter where you are, if, if you are looking to adopt an animal, there are tons of places all over the country and all around the world that um, you can find black cats pretty much just about anywhere. Um, And support your local shelter, your local rescues, because they are doing some of the most thankless work that there is, and a lot of it's horrifying. And ask anyone who works in rescue, and they will tell you some of the most both wonderful, amazing stories and some of the most horrifying stories that that you can imagine. So um, if you're looking for a critter, support your local rescue or shelter. And, of course, if you're within six or seven hours of Asheville and you want a black cat, well, you should certainly come see us. Absolutely. And on that note, Blessed Samhain in advance, everybody. Um, as far as politics go, watch this space. <laughs> Breaking news as it happens. Um, so we are going to wrap. Hope everybody has a wonderful month. Stay vigilant. If you have friends who aren't registered to vote, get them and yourselves registered. Anything else? Got it? That's it? Mm-hmm. I think that's All good. Right. I think that's it. Sounds sounds good. Say good night, Star. Good night, Star. All right, everybody. We'll see you next month. Stay safe.